Good morning, Achim Gerev, Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of bringing Parshas Pinchas. Parshas Pinchas, according to the Chinuch, contains six mitzvos and, interestingly, positive mitzvos. These mitzvos are not only the mitzvah of Nachala, of Yerusha, but pertinent to the time in which we are. Unfortunately, once again, in the three weeks between Shabbat Shabbatamuz, yesterday, and Tisha B'Av, a time which is a most difficult time for Klai Yisrael, and most difficult for us because we have to get into the proper framework, and this proper framework is very, very difficult because we're very established. What's wrong? What are we, what are we missing? And the answer is we're missing the mitzvos from this week's parasha, the mitzvah of the Korban Tamid that was unfortunately taken away from us on Shavuot Sabatamus. We don't have the Korbanos. We don't have the Korban Musaf of Shabbos, Outfilo of Musaf. If we would only pause before and say, what are we davening for? We're davening for the return of the Beis Amigdash. Too many of us think that Musaf is the preparation for the Kiddush. We have no idea. We don't make the simple connection. And the Korban Musaf of Rosh Chodesh and the Musaf of Chag HaShavuos, and the mitzvah of Tekiah's Shofar on Rosh Hashanah, these mitzvahs are found. And I believe that regarding the Karbonos, the fact that we have been during the quote three weeks, is there for that purpose, to help us focus. Now, I'd like to talk this morning about the Benos Tzlavchad. Benos Tzlavchad, are coming and they are asking for Nachala, inheritance in Eretz Yisrael. Now, the rabbis make, quote, a big deal of this. And Rashi himself tells us, and this is found in this week's parsha, Perachov Vav, chapter 26, Pasuk 64, after the Torah provides for us the second counting, which is done in the Book of Bamidbar, which is called in English Numbers, why the book begins with the counting of B'nai Yisrael in the second year, when they're about to go into Eretz Yisrael, and talks about the counting in the 40th year, and the Nitziv points out in his introduction to Sefer Bamidbar, the first counting was B'nai Yisrael while they were on a Lamala Minateva, supernatural level. And the second counting was as they're about to go into the more natural, quote, life of Eretz Yisrael. So on the Pasuk 64, Ish, talking about the counting of the men, but there were not any women, says Rashi Avla Noshim, regarding the women, lo nigzorak zeros hamaraglim. The decree of the maraglim of dying in the desert did not apply to the women. Why, says Rashi, the fi shehein hoyu mechavavos es Because they showed special love for the land of Israel. Now, interesting that the doors of Slavchad are not looked upon as exceptions to a rule, but they are the representatives of the women. How so, says Rashi, Hu anoshim omrim nitnorosh 
The men said, let's go back to Egypt. Now when is this? This is right after the sin of the Meraglim, again in the first year. In the first year, Bnei Yisrael are ready to go back to Egypt. And the women said, no. Give us an inheritance. Now, one would think in reading Parsha's Pinchas, because the Parsha of Nachala, of inheritance, and because the Parsha of the daughters of Slavchat coming to Moshe, right, and Elazar uh, Kohen, right, this is before we go into Eretz Yisrael. No, no, says the Yalkut Shimoni. They come to Moshe right after the Meraglim, right after the decree that they know Bnei Israel are going to be 40 years in the desert, but give us inheritance. They ask the question immediately in Eretz Yisrael. Now, what were they asking for? The, they knew, and the Torah tells us, if there are no sons, daughters inherit. Good. The next thing was their father, Slavchad, was a Bechor to his father. So the question is, are they getting only a Chelek of their father, or are they getting double, namely, of the Chelek of Slavchad and his brothers? The Torah answers and says, Hashem says, give them a double portion. Why? Now this is such a beautiful idea. A child, a Bechor, gets a double portion of their father if it is Matsui, if he's Muchzak. What does that mean? If whatever the father has at the time of his passing, if father buys, let's say, a lottery ticket, and the he buys a ticket before he dies, and the lottery is drawn after he dies, and the father, father had the winning ticket, the son does not get Pishnayim on that part of the inheritance, because he didn't have it at the time of passing. Well, Slavchad never went into Eretz Yisrael. Chavetz never went into Eretz Yisrael. But the answer so beautifully is, as explained in the Gemara Baba Basra, in Perak Nochlin, an amazing concept. When Hashem gave Eretz Yisrael to Abraham, did He give it to him, meaning you're going to get it when Yeshua comes in with Bnei Yisrael, or you're going to get it, mamish, now. And it's therefore passed down from Abram to Yitzchak, and Yitzchak to Yaakov, and Chefetz to Tzlavchat. So Tzlavchat had his part in Eretz Yisrael already. Wow. And therefore the daughters got double. Now why is that over here? It's over here because we're about to go into Eretz Yisrael. But when did the daughters say to Yomano Achuza? They said it early on, showing that they had that they had love, and the Nitziv goes on to say, wait a minute, from which tribe are these girls? These girls are coming from Menashe. Okay, as Rashi points out, just as Yosef was Mechabib, the Oritz, so too his great-great-great-granddaughters. However, says the Nitziv, how do you know the Mechabib, the Oritz? Half of Menashe is staying on the Ebra Yardane, on the western side. They're saying, no, we don't want to be here. We want to go dafka to Eretz Yisrael. So the daughters of Slavchad clearly 
the Torah is teaching us are Mechabeib Esa'oretz. What's special about Eretz Yisrael? So for that, go, my friends, to the end of Parshas Acharimos. And there the Ramban teaches very, very powerfully that HaKadosh <clears throat> Baruch Hu gave to each and every country a um, Tsar, a prince, a angel, a guardian angel that takes care of that country except for one country in the world. And that is Eretz Yisrael that Hashem says, I, instead of any angel, I am the one who is in charge of this land. And therefore He endowed and gave to Eretz Yisrael a greater sense of um, spirituality, okay? And therefore, the idea is that the Pesach says, V'yisem li segula, right before the Aseris Hadibros, in chapter 19 in Shmos, Pesach 5, you shall be for me special, mikol amim kili kol the whole land is mine, but specifically, this part of the world is mine for you. Very, very powerful concept. Now, this idea is that the land of Eretz Yisrael has greater Kedusha, and therefore it is most appropriate for the performance of mitzvot, as the Ramban writes in Parshas Ekev, <clears throat> that the idea is asher kitshonu b'mitzvosa kedusha is associated with mitzvos and the kedusha stems from Eretz Yisrael and therefore says the Ramban the ikar primary place for the performance of mitzvos is in Eretz Yisrael. <clears throat> Let's continue this idea with a very powerful one. The Gemara teaches us in the seventh parak of Brachos, Moshe Rabbeinu instituted the first bracha of Birkas HaMozom when the man came down in the Midbar. Bracha to Hashem, Hazon Eshako. God nourishes, provides food for all. Second bracha was composed by Yahushua when he brought the Jewish people into Eretz Yisrael. And how does the bracha begin? Lo thank you Hashem. Aushen that you have bequeathed to our forefathers Eretz Chemda Tova a land of Chemda. And the Shibole Haleket writes, why does Yahushua use the term Eretz Chemda, because he saw how much Moshe Rabbeinu was homemade the Eretz. Moshe Rabbeinu had such a pining for Eretz Yisrael. Yaakov, Yaakov, don't bury me in the land of Israel. And so, there, this is a land of Chemda, which means to begin with, a land that it was most desirable. But now, interestingly, the term chemda in regard to Eretz Yisrael is not found 
in the Torah. It is found, however, in Yirmiyahu, chapter 3, verse 19. When Yirmiyahu was chastising the Jewish people and saying, how could you go away from Hashem? Look what Hashem has done for you. Take a look. V'yonochi, omarti, eich ashisech, babonim. God said, what? How can I uh, place you among the other nations of the world? But rather, what did I do for you? V'atein loch eres chemda. Whoa, that's where it's found. 319. Do me a favor, bring to the table tonight the commentaries on Yirmiyahu, chapter 3, verse 19, and take a look in the Mitsudas David and see how he interprets the words Eretz Chemda. Listen to what he says so powerfully. Okay, now, Eretz Chemda, Nachalo Mefu Eretz, a most special inheritance, Lakol. What does that mean? It is something that they are amazed at. Kikulam, all the nations of the world, Mishtokakim. They have great desire. Umis Avim law. Why do they all want Eretz Yisrael? Umifarum they praise it. There's something that has Eretz Yisrael has, that no other country in the world has, has greater degree of, yes, Uncle Moshe is right, where is God? Up, up, down, down, here, there, and everywhere. That's correct. But there's a greater, and this is contained in the word, it is the place, to have fear, greater recognition, greater relationship with Hashem, Leos Kemalachi Mala, to become on the level of nothing less than angels. And proof to this Mitsudas David in Yirmiyahu 3.19. Take a look in chapter 3, describing Chava, looking at the tree. Vatera Isha, chapter 3, verse 6. Kitovo Eitzlamacho, the rabbis tell us that literally she took from the bark the ma'achol for eating. It was attractive. There it is. That it was desirable for wisdom. That Tova explained the rabbis and the rabbi explained Tzatzah. In the Torah, Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Chemda, coming from Mitzrayim, coming from the desert. Wow. Look at the physical nature of this special man. But now that they're in Eretz Yisrael, says the Navi, Yirmiyahu, this is an Eretz Chemda. When we bench, we should pause in that second bracha. No Eretz Chemda. Stop. Ask yourself, are you pining for Eretz Yisrael? Whatever your excuse for not going on Aliyah now, if it's a good excuse, not such good excuse. Okay, but at least have the Chemda. And finally, I close with the Gemara in Ksubos, Pandaf Ayin Hei Amen Aleph. And he quotes there the Pasuk from Tehillim Pei Zayin. And what does the Pasuk say? 
says so powerfully, Ish, Ish, Hashem, Yurad, Bo. Ksubos ayin hei, tilim pezayin. Uetzion yoyomer, Ish, Ish, Yurad, Bo. Now what's this Ish, Ish? Echad anolad, Bo. One who was born, and actually you are an Israeli by birth, born in Israel. Echad ametzapil lirosa. If you weren't born and you don't yet live there, at least be that ish who's mitzapeh. You're yearning, you're pining. I can't wait. I can't wait to visit. I can't wait to go and live. This is especially, especially during these three weeks that we should have this pining for Eretz Yisrael. Hashem, we should all be zocher to go and visit as often as possible. To be mochazek them and Please, God, that special privilege of becoming that Ish that lives there because that's where the future destiny of our people lie. Shabbat Shalom to all.